Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the River Heights Buzz podcast. We're on episode 86 today. We're your hosts. I'm Alexa. And I'm Candace. And we're back for our season four episode two recap today. <laughs> yes, we are. I don't think there's any news kinds of stuff to talk about. No, not really. Um, I will say it's really fun to watch the social media of um, the people that are in the show because I feel like after every episode, they're posting like behind the scenes pictures and stuff. So if any of our listeners are interested in that, I encourage you to uh, look up all the people on like Instagram um, and you can see kind of pictures that you might normally not see if you're so interested. I I'd actually sent Candace the tweet from Kennedy about one of the one of the episodes and apparently from a past season Kennedy cracked her skull of some sort. Mhm. And I'm like I didn't know that. I didn't know that either and like her tweet was like so nonchalant like it was not a big deal. I mean, it's like she chooses chaos. Constantly, because she knows that, like, the people that are looking at her Twitter feed off of that. And so, of course, people in the comment section were going off the deep end because she gave very little information about what happened and what led up to it. So people were kind of drawing their own conclusions. But I guess that's just, you know, a hazard of the job if you're doing your own stunts and things of that nature. Yeah. So. Crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Um, So we'll go ahead and say, uh, spoiler alerts ahead, if you have not watched episode two of season four, pause this, watch that episode first, and then come back to us, because, I mean, we're going to talk about it all. Mm -hmm. So that's your warning for this episode. (laughs) Um, So let's just dive right in. Um, Scene opens up with George coming into the claw, and she's dressed very professional-like. It's a good look for her, I must say. And uh, did you notice that the outfits that George and Nancy were wearing, it was tweeted out like months and months ago? Uh-huh. And Nancy and George are sitting on top of their cars. Yep. Just casual. Yep. <laughs> Love it. She says that Carson has her on a schedule because if you all will remember, um, George was kind of having a... A struggling moment last episode wondering if uh, going the law route is really for her um, and Carson you know understands considering he was there at one point as well and so he offers his help so he has her on a schedule the rest of the whole crew is there Ace and Nancy are sitting together because if you all will recall from the ending of last episode Nancy kind of spilled the beans and said that there's a curse and they're going to try to figure it out together. I kind of wonder if there's going to be repercussions of her saying that because it kind of leaves it open to interpretation as far as what she can talk about and what she can't talk about without risking Ace's life. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to wait and see as far as that. The- I saw this. We've talked about it before, but with the the ND struggles tweets yeah, stuff on I- Twitter. <laughs> and I, I saw this picture. I don't know if you saw it, but... Like the username on Twitter, it said Hansy Drew. And she says, like, what are the curse limits? Maybe he's putting his hand on her leg underneath the booth. Who knows? And it's a picture of Nancy and Ace sitting together. 
and Ace's hand is like underneath the table, so he could have his hand on her leg, you know, or they could be holding hands. And then someone replied, if we can't see it, neither can the moth. That's right. So that's right. It's a good point. Um, While we're talking about uh, Twitter pages that are dedicated to the TV show, there's one that I found. I want to say it's called Nancy Drew Fashions, maybe something along those lines where they pick different screenshots from different scenes and they go on the internet and try to find the same piece that a character is wearing or something comparable and they show you where you can buy it. I just think that kind of thing is is interesting. Um, So if you're interested, I think it's called Nancy Drew Fashions, something along those lines. But if you're interested in fashion and, you know, uh, items that get picked to be on a TV show, you know, look it up. I think I've seen kind of like what you're talking about Mm-hmm. Like some of those tweets, so it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, Nancy doesn't want to give Ace any more information than she absolutely has to because she's convinced that it won't change anything at all. Um, but Ace is showing how serious he is because he's wanting to find uh, some kind of loophole in this curse. She's like, "We can't be doing this. You could die. Like, I don't want to risk you in us trying to be together." Meanwhile, <laughs> poor Nick is trying to figure out a dating app (laughs) and if listeners if you know the actor that plays nick at tunji kasim he has no social media so i feel like with him being nick and nick is like uh he's like really confused you can tell throughout the whole episode all this is like new stuff to him i wonder if that's part of tunji coming through because he has no social media so he might be kind of lost in that aspect i wouldn't be surprised so i'm like I could see if he doesn't have social media, he might just want that privacy too, which is understandable, which is like so many people nowadays have some kind of platform like Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. And they share so much of like their own personal stuff that sometimes they don't think twice about sharing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like if you want to have as much privacy in your life as possible, that's up to you. Yeah. So, or even if you do have social media, you don't have to share every little detail or aspect of what's going on in your life. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because I feel like, it's funny you mentioned that, because I feel like the older that I get, the less and less I share on social media, but I still keep it because I like looking at other people's stuff. Yeah. But like my like actual personal posts and stuff are few and far between. Yeah. And it's yeah. not that I've like tried to consciously do that. It's just like I work. I hang out, I go places, like, occasionally I'll post pictures, but it's like, I'm not concerned with updating the entire world on my every move, you know? And it's like, even for me, I'm kind of like the same way, where it's, I won't, like, Twitter, I am more active with, like, especially with shows that I watch and stuff, but, like, with Instagram and that kind of thing, I'm like, I very rarely post stuff anymore, Yeah. but it's like, I'm kind of like the same with you, I just kind of scroll through, see what other people are up to kind of thing. Yeah. So Nick found someone on whatever dating app he's on. I don't remember if they say which one or uh, I'm sure they couldn't use like actual dating apps. So I'm sure (laughs) it's just a made up one. But he uh, found uh, a non-binary person that he's going to be going on a date with. And you could tell he's like totally out of his comfort zone, like has no idea what he's doing. Very awkward. It's actually pretty funny and pretty cute. Uh, so George then drops her memo off at the judge's office and she brings him food and she's working and it seems like 
things have kind of evened out for her. She's doing a little bit better. She has a better grasp on what she's supposed to be doing with this clerkship. Uh, she's about to sit down and the judge starts like making a lot of noise. And so she rushes into his office and he's over at a filing cabinet destroying files. And he tells her to stay away from Magpie Lake. And then he like faints or passes out or at first I thought he died. Very dramatic. I know it's like this big deal. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah, honestly, because it's like I. At first, I was like, did he just die in front of George? I'm like, that was my first thought. And then we learn later that he went to the hospital because he had a heart attack. And it's like, how? Like, what led up to this? Yeah. But, I mean, then again, with this show, I wouldn't have been surprised if he had died because they have no problem killing off characters at random times. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, hard to tell until you get more information. Um, But either way, so that's the beginning part of this episode. So scene changes and we're at the Historical Society with Bess and her girlfriend. I can never remember that girl's name. Avery? Aubrey? Audrey? Something like that, right? Addie. Addie. Close enough. At least it started with an A, right? Like, I don't know why I can never remember her name. Addie. Bess is meeting her parents tonight for the first time. And as everyone may or may not know, that's always a big deal. Yeah. A little bit nervous. Scene changes back at the claw. Ace and Nancy are there. He really wants Nancy to stop pushing him away, but she's obviously scared about the curse and the repercussions of that. And then I Candy Tristan walks in. <laughs> oh, and um, so <laughs> I messaged Candace today and like I fa- found out the guy's name who plays Tristan. Yeah. And he's a Brazilian actor. <laughs> you can see Candace's look now. She's like a big smile on her face. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cutie, like I said. I mean, you know, yeah. I appreciate that. His, If you're interested, listeners, his name is Henrique Zaga or Henry as like a short form. And um, and he's younger than you, Candace, but is older he? than me. Yeah. Oh. He was born in 93. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Has he been in other stuff? I I don't know. There's not really a whole lot that I see. Okay. I was just curious. I feel like I've never seen him before, but he's super cute. So I feel like he'll <laughs> he'll get other work after this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like he is pretty easy to look at, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he, you know, without a second doubt, helped Nancy hide last episode. So yeah, got to give him props for that. But we can kind of tell the way that this was written, that there's going to be kind of a lover's quarrel, some kind of tension going on between Ace and Nancy and Tristan. But I mean, it just adds more good drama to the show, you know, but and he I guess, comes in. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I go guess ahead. this kind of like if Nancy goes with Tristan, she could be kind of saving Ace's life in a way. Yeah. But it's like it's a pain for us to watch. You know, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I have a feeling that we're going to get there. We're going to get there by the end of this. At least I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a nice resolution, but I guess we'll have to just wait and see uh-huh. 11 more episodes. But we, fi- <laughs> we find out that um, Tristan has been the lobster guy since Ace got his job at the morgue. 
So he's been working there for a little bit, you know, in and out. And we found out after his whole scenario where he hid Nancy for a while and then she took off that his boat actually got impounded. And you can tell the tension between Tristan and Ace. Like you can tell that Ace is uncomfortable feeling. I mean, you can just get the vibe just from the body language, you know. In the middle of all of this, George calls Nancy and tells her what happened with the judge. And so, you know, Nancy and Ace race off to the judge's office to try to figure out what had happened. And so they're looking around and um, George tells them about how the judge's veins turned black, which was very strange. Uh, Nancy says they're going to figure it out. So they start looking around the office. Uh, Ace looks at all of like the technology, like the computers and all the electrical stuff there. Doesn't really find anything of like concern. Uh, Judge Abbott, before whatever happened to him happened, he was drinking water from the pitcher that was in the fridge, and the glass is still on his desk, and so Nancy looks at the glass of water, and I cringed so hard because Ace knocked into Nancy, and the water spills on her face. And she got some in her mouth. Yeah. So I'm like, this can't be, something's going to happen. So uh, she wants to get the pitcher of water tested for what remains to be seen. But regardless, she wants to save the water that was in that pitcher. Uh, So scene kind of changes. Nancy and Ace are driving and Nancy starts acting really weird, almost kind of like a bro, you know? And And her car car seemed to be acting up too, I feel like, in this part. uh, Yeah, it was kind of weird. But I wonder if maybe it was an extension of her because she was driving. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how magic works. You know? I don't know. So she has like a little road rage kind of episode and the camera zooms in on her neck and it flashes that her veins on her neck are showing black. So clearly it was something in the water. Yeah. Something's going on with that. So hold on to that for your back pocket. Scene changes. Nick is on his date and we find out that his date works in PR and they're explaining things like what they do for work and that type of thing when ace video chats and nick answers the video chat so that brings a a question to mind if you alexa were on a date with someone and one of your closest friends video chats you are you going to answer it probably not (laughs) like as much as i would love to talk to my friend i would probably just let it ring or like end if they leave a message, leave a message, and I'll call them back later. Yeah. But if it's, like, if my friend is consistently calling me, like, back-to-back, then I would probably answer because I would think that something's going on. Something's going on. Yeah. You know? So, but if I'm, like, in the middle of a date with someone, probably I wouldn't unless, like, I specifically say, hey, call me at a certain point. Yeah. Because just in case the date isn't going well, you know, that's different. Yeah. 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 But I feel like with this friend group, I feel like you almost need to answer the call no matter what you're doing or what time it is or what day it is, because crazy stuff is constantly happening. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. This is the only like with the Drew crew, like they get special privileges. Yeah. Just like for literally what you just said, because anything could be happening and they need to answer right away. (laughs) Yeah. Literally anything. Yeah. Like I said, he answers the the video chat and it's ace and ace says that there's an emergency but okay so here's the thing when nick answers the call why is he 
you would think it would just be like face to face, like we are right now. Yeah. But like, why did Nick have it turned sideways so that his date could see what they were talking about? Maybe to prove that it wasn't another romantic interest that was calling him, that it was literally just a friend. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> Scene changes at Nancy's house. She's still acting weird like a bro. Uh, find out that Abbott's uh, drug screen came back normal. But like I said earlier, who knows what he was actually tested for? Were they looking for anything specific? Like, a lot of unknown questions. And even, like, with... Obviously, TV shows are different than real-life stuff. I get that. But, Mm -hmm. like, if you have a specific thing that you want to test for, I'm sure, like, that's a... Like, you could do that. But Mm -hmm. if you're just going to run a regular run the regular tests like you probably wouldn't find anything specific no because that would be like i mean i wonder like are they testing just to see if it's poisonous i guess i mean who knows how many different types of poisons there are yeah thousands i'm sure if not more so it's like there's not one test that's going to test all that yeah you know you need to have a like specific tests for certain things Mm -hmm. i would think yeah so not a lot of information there Uh, The file that he was attempting to destroy didn't mention any kind of lake, but it was talking about this case where this kid named Logan broke into a house, but the judge dismissed it for insufficient evidence. So they did a little research. Turns out the closest lake called Magpie Lake is 3,000 miles away, so that can't be relevant. So they decided they're going to try to track this Logan guy down and talk to him. And so scene changes and Nick and George are at the hospital. Turns out Judge Abbott is alive. He had a heart attack. He had a heart attack. He's talking. He, you know, kind of on the mend, maybe. This seemed like a really fast turnaround, if you ask me. Yeah. You wouldn't be up and about, like, obviously he's not moving around. He's in the hospital bed, but like. He collapsed, and within, like, what, a couple hours, he's up and talking? Like, Yeah, very strange. So he was going to go into surgery. George asks uh, Nick about the date, and it was kind of weird and awkward. Scene changes. Nancy and Ace go to meet Logan and explain what happened. And uh, he brought the judge a gift. And turns out that Magpie Lake is not a a location. That's actually a person, and it's a nickname. And she was involved in Logan's case back in 1996. She apparently fell and got injured after his case was dismissed. And she still has, like, experiencing the repercussions of that all these years later. And Nancy still being in, like, her bro Nancy, using air quotes, bro Nancy attitude accuses Logan of being the person that hurt this girl. He obviously gets angry because he's being accused. Uh, They leave and Nancy and Ace argue because she feels like she's being controlled because of the way that Ace is acting. And she drives away and leaves him on the sidewalk. She's like, yeah, you're on your own. Hit your eyes somehow. But then I guess because later on, Nancy... Where Nancy goes next, George is there. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing that Nick went to go pick up Ace. I guess so. Because Bess is at Nancy's house cooking stuff to meet Addie's parents. Yeah. So that Bess is like pretty much out of commission for a while. Yeah. So it's like just the four of them figuring all this stuff out. Yeah. 
So Nancy goes to meet this girl nicknamed Magpie. Turns out she had been, all those years ago, she had been at a party and she had had a little bit too much to drink and she was walking home alone and she tripped and hit her head on the curb. Sounds fishy. But when we see the pictures later, it looks like a really bad gash on her head. Exactly. And that, like, don't get me wrong, it could be like a hard hit she had, but would a curb do that to your head? Don't know. Anything's possible. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. So Nancy and George are having this conversation with her, and Nancy notices that there is this like really ornate-looking horse statue, and she remembers that Judge Abbott had a very similar statue. Kind of now brings about the question: Did Logan steal one of those horse statues statues from Magpie Maggie? And give it to the judge. Like, what's going on with that? So Nancy says that they need Maggie's records to validate the story of what happened to her and how she got these injuries. Scene changes. Bess and Ace are back in the kitchen, and he's trying to help her with the dinner that she's cooking for meeting Addie's parents. Nancy comes in and apologizes to Ace but he's all set. He doesn't want to talk about it. Nancy tries to go after him with the horse statue. And it's very strange. Like it's like, she like snaps and like hulks out and tries to beat him with this freaking statue. And it's like a total, like it's a total switch when Nancy went into bro mode, but Mm -hmm. then now this is like a whole next level stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's just crazy. Yeah, I don't know how else to describe it except for calling it bro mode. I mean, that's, I think that covers how she was acting because it was not normal Nancy behavior by any stretch of the imagination. Very strange. So Ace calls for Bess. Everyone finally gets there and they handcuff Nancy to the stairs. I'm like, where did they get the handcuffs from? (laughs) I couldn't help but laugh because it's so funny because she's just sitting there like, you know. Yeah. Bess made some kind of special tea to calm her down, and it works kind of for the time being. Uh, Nancy apologizes to Ace for real. (laughs) And Nancy, like, it's like the floodgates open. She talks about, like, all of her feelings, and everything finally comes out. Because if our listeners know this version of Nancy, she bottles everything up, and she doesn't talk about anything until it's just brimming at the surface. And everything comes out at once. Yeah. Uh, she said the water made her bottle the feelings up and she couldn't do anything at all about it. So clearly the water is behind all of this. Water, air quotes, because who knows what it is. Ryan texted Bess that he found another cool relic that could help Nancy. Uh, Nancy and George then go to see Tristan to get the relic because if you all will remember from last episode, Tristan's parents are the two that uh, Ryan was getting uh, relics from, and they offered in the last episode to uh, sell some stuff for Bess from the Historical Society on the black market. And then they also put that talisman on Ryan's car and made them crash. And so, and I found it funny that when Nancy and George went to go talk to Tristan, they were handcuffed together. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I mean, at this point, who knows? Like, is Nancy gonna go off the deep end again and try to hit somebody? Or you know, I mean, until we can get this water thing figured out, better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. So Nancy gives Tristan her necklace as collateral for the stomach pump. So she ends up getting it. They go back to her house. Bess uses the pump, and Nancy's body starts convulsing, and then all of a sudden stops. And then she pukes up the black stuff, like from last episode that the zombies were spitting up, that went into the water supply. And she threw all that stuff up onto this. Yeah, poor Bess. That's so gross. That's so gross. Oh. <laughs> like, throwing up is awful. Being thrown up on is even worse. Um, it's only happened to me once. When my niece was a little girl and it was horrible and miserable and I hated every second of it. (laughs) So, ew. Ace hacked into Maggie's records and we find out that her records were sent to a head specialist. But what was in her record versus what was sent to the specialist do not match. Yeah. So, there are extra wounds. Yeah. Something's not adding up. So kind of wondering if um, Judge Abbott's memories were altered and the water that he was drinking made him remember things that he had previously forgotten or were made to forget. We learned that Abbott was up uh, for re-election around the same time when he let Logan free. So it's kind of like, mm, was this a political move? Did Logan's family have maybe money or, you know, it's yeah. not super clear. Scene changes. We're at Bess's dinner with the girlfriend. Everything is a disaster. Addie says that she should have called off the dinner, which leads to a little bit of a fight. Um, but she kind of explains that her parents are involved too much, and she worries that they might scare Bess off with the way that they act, which I understand. You know, I get that. Um, so scene changes. Nancy and Ace show up to Logan's house to apologize and he has children now and so they bring like a coloring book to try to make amends and apologize for accusing him earlier. Scene changes again. George and Nick are talking to Judge Abbott. Uh, He had apparently thought that Logan was just a kid with a crush, kind of a boys will be boys kind of attitude, which is a bad attitude to have without knowing all the information, um, but turns out that uh, Logan had followed Maggie and when she had rejected him, he hit her. With the horse? With the horse statue. When Nancy and Ace were talking to the guy, Ace switched his water. Mm-hmm. So. He did. And uh, Logan drinks it and then we find out that Um, Judge Abbott admits that he had made mistakes in his career and he covered up an attempted murder. That's me. Uh, George, of course, is very obviously upset because she looked up to Judge Abbott. Um, You know, someone with that kind of power in an area that she's interested in. And then you find out something like that happens. It's a blow. Like, it, it sucks. The veins are coming out in Logan and are turning black. Uh, He says no one will believe them. He says Judge Abbott changed the records. Uh, Judge Abbott tells George to leave it alone. And he says everything will fall apart, which sticks in her mind. George and Nancy went to Maggie to explain everything that happened. And she wants to know why she doesn't remember Logan doing the attack against her. Back 
to <laughs> Bess's <laughs> dinner. Bess goes in for the awkward hug when the parents come in. The secondhand cringe. It was it was so bad. Yeah. So awkward. God love her. Nancy goes to the claw and Tristan is there. She got his boat out from the impound. He gives her the necklace back, which actually was Kate's locus, and the compass came from Lucy. So, I mean, that was a very precious piece of jewelry that Nancy uses collateral. He puts the necklace on her, which is kind of an intimate thing. So the tension is building, you know. George and Nick talk, and she thanks him for helping her. And in turn, George wants to help Nick with dating because he is so awkward. God bless him. He needs all the help he can get. (laughs) So uh, Jade, his date from earlier, shows back up and brings Nick his hat back because he wore this really not very fashionable hat, if I do say so myself. It's almost Uh, like a fish, fish, like when you go fishing. Yeah, like a bucket hat kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He thought it was a great idea to wear that. The rest of the clue crew, not so much. They were uh-huh. just looking out for him, but he just wanted to wear it anyway. But regardless, Jade brought it back to him, which was very sweet. And Nick was super awkward, but they attempt to start over because, you know, the, the phone call interrupting the date and all the drama. It's best to just try to start over again. Clean slate kind of scenario. Take two. Exactly. So hopefully that works out better. Nancy shows up at Ace's apartment with food. She apologizes to him and talks about how the feelings were bottled up and she wants to tell him more about the curse. She tells him more about what she saw and he apologizes and she wants to try to find a way for them to be together. And obviously that's what Ace wants as well. Scene changes. George is at the claw and Nick comes back and she's looking at paperwork. And like I said earlier, she has what Judge Abbott said stuck in her mind that everything will fall apart if they don't leave it alone. So she's trying to figure out what he means by that. And she remembered uh, about the bodies from the last episode reanimating and then passing out for lack of a better word and the black gunk that they were spitting up and she essentially puts two and two together whatever it was that the zombies threw up is now in the water reservoir which is now going out to the entire town and i really like the way that they ended this episode by it was like the camera panning back to everyone in the claw that was just in there eating and you know going about their business drinking the water yeah And that's how the episode ends. So it's kind of like, okay, what are we going to do about this now contaminated water in the town? And it's, the thing is too, like the black, it's almost like gunk. Mm -hmm. And it's like, how is it not, how can you not see it in the water? The water is like normal, clear, drinkable stuff. Like, because it was a lot of it too. So it's like, and it was like a thick kind of looking substance. So it's like. Did that break down all the way? Like, maybe the running water made it mix in? I I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> so, but we're kind of, you know, on a little bit of a cliffhanger with that one. And that's how they leave us for this episode, so. And during this episode, we did not see Carson or Ryan. No, we didn't. We just got a text from Ryan to Bess. Yeah. That, that was the only mention. And George mentioned 
in the beginning of the episode that Carson had her on a schedule. But yeah, you're right. They did not make an appearance in this episode. And kind of going with that, we heard mentions of the two dads and the two moms for Nancy. Yeah. Lucy and Ryan and Kate and Carson. Yeah. Yipper. We didn't get any listener comments for this one. Okay. But if, if listeners, if you want to send in your thoughts or your comments about the episodes, send them to us if you'd like. Yeah, we definitely want to know other people's opinion. Um, it seems like Twitter is a lot more active as far as um, the TV show goes. So um, yeah. we have a Twitter. Uh, I noticed, Alexa, you were kind of live tweeting as you were watching the episode on Sunday, which was fun. So, you know, follow along with us on there. Uh, let us know your thoughts as the season progresses. Um, I can't believe we only have 11 episodes left because I feel like there are so many loose ends to figure out. Um, but but I feel like, like get there. I know. I was just going to say, like, even though there's lots of loose, like, open-ended stuff going on right now, like, they usually tie everything up by the end of the season. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I, I feel like when we found out that it wasn't going to be renewed for a season five, Kennedy said that they were able to finish it on their terms. Yeah. So hopefully that means a good resolution for everyone. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Fingers crossed. That's right. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yep, that's right. We'll be back next week with episode three of this season. And uh, I'm excited for it. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. You can find us on Instagram at River Heights Buzz. You can email us at riverheightsbuzz at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, the River Heights Buzz Podcast Central Buzz. And you can follow us on Twitter at River Heights Buzz with just one Z. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to keep an eye out for our next episode.